Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. The total number of votes cast is 429, of which the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana has received 220 votes. And the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 209 votes. Therefore, the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 118th Congress. Looks like we made it. We have a new Speaker of the House, and Paul Lisnick, WGN-TV political analyst, joins us. Paul, what differentiates this guy from the others? That he was so far down the line that the Republicans, (laughs) truthfully, were just tired of this process. And so those who we would have anticipated would have voted against him. uh, And those would have been a group of people like uh, Representative Ken Buck, who were actually not wanting to support people who, you know, thought the election was overthrown. Basically, they tossed in the towel and said, we need a speaker. Let's move ahead. What's the first issue that he'll tackle? I think budget. Um, and the budget incorporates a few things. I mean, you've got this, well, you've got the budget shutdown day coming up on November 17th. They are waiting for the Senate to get a bill to them, so we'll see how that goes. But in addition, of course, tied to that so importantly is for Ukraine and Israel. Will the Senate tie those things together? Um, Mike Johnson has been cleared that he is not a supporter of uh, funding Ukraine. Now, again, as Speaker, he's, he, you know, he's one vote as representative as Speaker. Um, whether or not he would you know, keep that from going to the floor or something, we would see. But uh, the issue will be the funding. And um, some have said he is not supporting. One of the congressmen sent me a note today that he doesn't support funding for Israel as well. I didn't think that was the case, but we'll see. Um, but certainly not Ukraine. So those will be the big issues and getting something passed by november 17th lisa that's the next shutdown date yes absolutely he's been identified in some reports as a conservative hardliner and staunch ally of former president donald trump um was it just one can i add on a sentence fragment to that yeah he's everything you just said comma but without the anger ah and and that's why he is so well liked yeah, exactly. That he's, he really doesn't have a lot of enemies. I mean, whoever heard of the guy, you didn't hear of him. <laughs> I guarantee you Joe Biden doesn't know him. He's only been in the, in the Congress for about seven years, never headed a committee, never been in a position to basically tackle these kinds of issues. So now he finds himself at the top, sitting in the Oval Office with the president and Mitch McConnell, uh, among others. And so, yeah, I mean, the bottom line is he's been described as being just the, the same as the MAGA Republicans, but again, without showing the angry that, anger that so many of them do. And that that gave, gave him the edge today. If you if you get rid of the anger, then you have an opportunity to have a conversation and maybe work together a little bit. And if you work together and you find, if Johnson finds that he will support things he said he wouldn't, he's also a very staunch social conservative, for example. If he starts bending in the other way to work with Biden, to work with Hakeem Jeffries, to work with McConnell, then guess what? They've maintained the rule that says one vote can get you knocked out of the speakership. So he, too, just like McCarthy, is going to be very careful. McCarthy said he had no regrets. He would do what he did again. But Johnson, again, knows he faces the same fate if he indeed goes against uh, his MAGA colleagues. You you know, Paul, this reminds me a little bit, and I'm interested in what you think, of Dennis Hastert's sort of elevation to speaker, because 
You know, he was for a time called the accidental speaker. There was, was a very different time, but a congressman from uh, Louisiana, I think it was Bob Livingston, was in line to, to get the gavel, and then whispers came out that he had had an affair with a staffer, I think, and at that time, that disqualified him. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. That's exactly what happened. And Denny Hastert was known as the accidental speaker. And, of course, you know, we knew him in Illinois because he was from here. But um, he was an unknown quantity to so many and, of course, had the fate that he did as time went on. Um, but very much so, Mike Johnson kind of finds himself in this similar situation, not for the same reasons, obviously, but, but in a similar situation of being an accidental speaker because all the names that people knew, um, Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan, like them or don't like them, but they're well-known names, they were leadership names. And so Mike Johnson, in, in some respects, kind of comes out of the blue to handle this. I was, um, I was on the morning show today, and I said one of two things. I, I, I'm not sure he can get the 217 he needed, which he did. He exceeded it. But I said, but if he does, it's going to be because Republicans are tired of all of this. And it's been pretty clear that that's exactly what it was. Is it true he has opposed protections for same-sex marriage? Yes. He, yes. In fact, um, uh, that's one of the reasons that Marjorie Taylor Greene expressed support for him. Marjorie Taylor Greene was not happy uh, with some other speakers who didn't oppose that. We're not conservative enough for her. But yes, he voted uh, against same-sex marriage, against uh, essentially civil rights issues uh, for same-sex couples. And, you know, if you just listen to him, you can kind of, I guess, YouTube him a little bit or Google him or whatever, and you'll find some speeches he's made. I mean, he's a staunch anti-abortionist where he basically said, you know, if we had more of these babies, we'd have more workers. And if we had more workers, we wouldn't have to worry about Social Security and Medicare. That seems to be a long leap, but I've watched that speech that he's given. He's far more conservative than I think the unknowns uh, are aware that he is. And how does that play out for us? It's an unknown, Lisa, because, again, he's speaker now. So whether he is Mike Johnson, the conservative from Louisiana, who happens to be speaker, or whether he's speaker of the House, who happens to also be from a district in Louisiana, remains to be seen. If he wants to be successful and accomplish things and make his speakership you know, worth its salt and hang on without losing his job, he's going to have to find a way to walk a path that, that can work with, with, work with Democrats and also, of course, uh, work with, because what's going to happen is, if he does go anything but MAGA, he's going to lose those series of votes on the Republican side. He's going to have to pick them up from the Democratic side. That's what he would count on. And that, that of course, well, we'll see whether any of that ever happens. He hasn't done anything yet, so we'll see where he is. Uh, really, all you got to do is wait two weeks because the budget deal is November 17th. Maybe, that, maybe it's three weeks away, something like that. But that'll be his first challenge. We'll see what kind of speaker he is when we see how he plays that out. And how much power did former President Trump have in the election of Speaker of the House? Did that that not tweet, but what he posted on Truth Social against the last candidate actually impact the, um, you know, him not getting it? Oh, absolutely. I think what Trump, what we saw from Trump during the speaker selection, he didn't really have the clout to get his candidate in, but he had the clout to keep people he didn't like out. And so, for example, Jim Jordan was his guy, and that wasn't enough because the moderates weren't going to go in that direction. Uh, this time around, uh, as you know, he was throwing the, around the terms global MAGA, or sorry, global rhino, uh, things like that to knock out uh, those who might have actually gotten the role, but that's, 
you know, the, again, Republican Congress members are terrified of going against this president because if they do, they know that even if they're in safe Republican districts because he will then have them opposed in a primary. And so while a Republican will win a general election in certain districts, then they might lose to more of a MAGA Republican. So nobody wants to anger him. Everybody backs off. Um, and, and so that's what happened here. Once he made it clear, that was the end of it. Thank you so much for joining us, Paul. Always a pleasure, Lisa. You know that. Uh, Paul Lisnick. WGN-TV political analyst. Yes, there is a new speaker of the House. It is Republican Representative Mike Johnson, a conservative hardliner from the state of Louisiana.